Welcome back to This Week in Video Games, and this is the News Roundup, giving you all the latest video game news you need to know in just about 10 minutes. If you find this useful, then don't forget to like, share and subscribe on YouTube, and also your favourite podcast app. Links are down below in the description or the show notes. Well, it's the 28th of March 2021. Let's get into the news. Well, first up in the news today, Monster Hunter Rise's first major post-launch update is going to bring new monsters in April, and this one comes from Matt Wales out of Eurogamer. So Monster Hunter Rise only arrived on Switch this week, but already Capcom is talking up the game's first major post-launch update, and version 2.0 as it's known will release towards the end of April, bringing new monsters, an unlocked HR cap and much more too. That's confirmed on the game's official website, Monster Hunter Rise's first free title update is going to expand the current creature roster by welcoming Chameleos, a mist-themed elder dragon that debuted in 2006 Monster Hunter 2. And this, incidentally, is the same upcoming monster referred to as Onazuki by the game's Japanese Twitter feed. So Chameleos will be joined by several additional new monsters in April's version 2.0 update, one of which will be the Apex Rathalos, as revealed at the end of Rise's launch trailer. That's not quite the end of it either, where Capcom has announced it's going to be unlocking Rise's HR cap, which is currently stopping at HR7, alongside related features as part of April's free title update, although its exact plan for Rise's endgame are still unknown. So once Monster Hunter Rise's version 2.0 has been released, additional updates promising more new monsters and other features will follow. Capcom is yet to share specifics, but it's unlikely to be long before we hear more news. Well, next up in the news today, Call of Duty returns to a World War II setting this year, and this one comes from Dantac out of Game Informer. So Eurogamer has reported that Call of Duty is returning to a World War II setting this year for its annual release, with Sledgehammer at the helm, and Call of Duty skipped Sledgehammer in the annual studio cycle last year when Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War landed at Treyarch and Raven with some assistance from Sledgehammer, as some degree of collaboration is not uncommon for the Call of Duty studios. So this return would not wholly be unexpected. However, if rumours are true, this also indicates that Sledgehammer will be tackling its second World War II Call of Duty project in a row, as their last core title was Call of Duty World War II. Other sources on the internet also reporting and rumouring on the setting, but not all sources agree on the exact nature of the World War II setting. It's also going around that the setting could be an alternate history take on World War II, where the war never ended. And that sounds much more like a Treyarch title to me, but it might also be a good deal more interesting than repeating the setting from Sledgehammer's big next outing in the Call of Duty space. The influence of Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War has been significant, but Treyarch's frankly weird spin on reality lends itself toward direct infusions of bizarre and bold weapons, saw puppets and zombie jaunts. Now how do you even import the World War II setting into Warzone when it will retain all the guns and the progress in the previous two games? Well, that's an interesting issue to tackle moving forward, regardless of the setting as Warzone continues to expand its own product yet retain the significant ties to the annual releases. Well, next up in the news, Microsoft lists 22 Xbox games coming to Xbox Game Pass, and this one comes from Wesley and Paul out of Eurogamer. Well, Microsoft held an Xbox showcase the other night, and part of it listed 22 games coming to Xbox Game Pass. Some of the games in the list are already out now on PC, Art of Rally for example, and some we already knew were set to launch onto Xbox Game Pass at launch, Narita Boy for example. 
but there are 15 additions here, including the just-announced Nobody Saves the World, so it's well worth shining a light on what's coming down the content pipeline. So here's the full list. We've got Art of the Rally, that one's coming out on cloud and console. Astria Ascending, that's cloud and console. Backbone, that's cloud and console. We've got Boyfriend Dungeon, console and PC. Craftopia, that's console and PC. Dead Static Drive, that's console and PC. Edge of Eternity, cloud and console. We've got Hello Neighbor 2, that's cloud and console. Library of Runia, that one's cloud and console. We've got Little Witch in the Woods, that's cloud and console. Moonglow Bay, that's cloud and console. Narita Boy, cloud and console. Nobody Saves the World, cloud and console. Omno, that's cloud and console. Recompile, cloud, console and PC. We've got Sable, that's console and PC. She Dreams Elsewhere, that's console and PC. Stalker 2, that's cloud and console. The Ascent, that's cloud, console and PC. And we've got Undungeon, that's cloud, console and PC. Way to the Woods, cloud and console. And The Wild at Heart, that one is coming to console. So personal highlights here are Art of the Rally, 1980s themed scroller Narita Boy and Stalker 2. So there's loads of really, really good stuff there coming to Xbox Game Pass. Well, next up in the news, New Immortals Phoenix Rising DLC has launched, and this one comes from Jason Guisau out of Game Informer. So last year, an extensive Immortals Phoenix Rising trailer delved into the post-launch content that Ubisoft Quebec had been planning. So three narrative-based expansions were slated to arrive alongside a season pass, and the first expansion, A New Good, dropped earlier this year. And the second expansion, however, launched last week. So titled Myths of an Eastern Realm, the narrative DLC follows the adventures of a new protagonist named Ku, a hero inspired by Chinese mythology. Ku must help the goddess Nuwa restore the fractured sky to preserve the natural balance of the world. Similar to the base game's loop, you have to defeat a legendary deity and a terrifying monster while completing a bevy of different puzzles, but to the backdrop of Chinese lore. Your skills in martial arts will prove to be your most valuable asset while exploring the open world, and additionally, Ubisoft Chindung Studio led the development of the expansion with the hopes of preserving and staying true to Chinese culture with distinctive art and narrative design. So if you're still unsure whether or not Immortals Phoenix Rising is for you, you can get a feel for the gameplay and the story beats by playing the demo, available on all platforms including Google Stadia. Well, finally, in the news today, Rust is coming to PS4 and Xbox One in May. This one comes from Ana Diaz at Polygon. So the hardcore multiplayer survival game Rust is coming to PlayStation 4 and Xbox One on May the 21st, developer 011 announced on Friday. This version of the Windows PC game originally developed by Facepunch Studios is known as Rust Console Edition and is based on the PC version but was designed by 011 as a separate experience. So Mark South, the chief operating officer at 011, assured fans in the new release that it's still the Rust that people know. So an article on 011's website goes into more depth on how the PC and console versions will differ. Just like the PC game, the console edition will be updated regularly with new and existing content from Facepunch, as well as our own improvements, said 011. However, the two studios will maintain separate update schedules, and the studio said that it believes the console edition update roadmap will provide an optimal player experience whilst gradually introducing players to the vast amount of gameplay and content that makes Rust an incredible experience. So Rust launched in Steam in early access in 2013 and boasts 8 million players in total, and a single world supports up to 100 players. 
The multiplayer component is a core part of the game, pitting people against each other as individuals struggle to survive in a desolate, post-apocalyptic environment. And while the game is known for its steep learning curve and ruthlessness with its players, it recently got a set of softcore servers, making it easier for newbies to jump in. The Rust console edition will support cross-play between PS4 and Xbox One, and a 011 representative confirmed to Polygon. However, console and PC players will not be able to play together, which makes sense since it's really not the same game across PC and consoles. And the console edition of Rust for PS4 and Xbox One is available for pre-order now. Well that is it for the news today and thank you so much for watching or listening. And for more video game news content like this, like, subscribe and share with a friend. To join our community, check out the Discord link in the description. And you can follow me on Twitter at TWIVG Podcast. This Week in Video Games is also a Patreon and you can find out more on patreon.com forward slash This Week in Video Games where you can sign up for some rewards like early access to the podcast, get your name in the credits of videos as well as exclusive content, special Discord roles and community features. You can check out the links down there in the description or the show notes for more information. Thanks again. See you soon. <laughs>